So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. We are back. And of course, we are proudly sponsored by John Fowler Solicitors. Big up, Mark Kennedy, as ever, for his support. I'm joined by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. Eight straight wins for the Tractor Girls. A 2-0 win at Stadium MK against Milton Keynes. Blue, it's great to have you back on. We've been away for a while because we've had no games, but it's great to have, have you back. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Um, it's been weird, yeah. No pod last week. Um, but if you are watching this, you can now see that I have got light. It's not great lighting, I'll give you that. But I have got light. I know the last pod, I had a few comments from people saying, are you paying your electricity bills? Um, but I'm back at my family home at the minute, so I can use all the light I want because yeah. I'm not paying. So that's the... <laughs> I know, Mum, you're listening. Don't worry, I'll switch them off after. <laughs> but I'm all good. Um, enjoyable day. Uh, yesterday we're recording on Monday, so against MK. Um, and, yeah, we're on a bit of a run. Uh, it's a good time to be on this sort of run as well. A nice bit of momentum. Eight games on the trot. Um, and, yeah, enjoying. I think everyone's enjoying it at the minute. Obviously, we're coming towards the business end of the season with only two games to go. It's flown by. It's absolutely flown by, especially these past few games. Um, but looking forward to the the big pressure and yeah. How are you, Ross? I'm very well. Yeah, I missed the routine of not doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. But when we when there's no games, games getting postponed, you sort of like. Of course, you know it's always good to have a chinwag blue, but we need also content to talk about. We can be creative and stuff, but we've got a game to talk about, um, and also just a time for us to recharge our batteries. And bring you another great podcast. Um, and yeah, Blue, you know, we're getting to the end of the season, which is just mad. It's just, as you said, it's flown by. Two games left to go. Um, but yeah, we're in form, Blue. Eight straight wins on the bounce. Another clean sheet. Um, a stadium game it was at Stadium MK. Um, it was your first trip there. I've been there multiple times. So, you know, the roundabouts and everything is you know, boring now for me. But um, what was it like being at a, a good stadium? MK, fair play to them. They've got a decent setup. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect um, because previously when we played them away, we played on, I can only describe it as a oh. farmer's field. Um, so it was nice. It was a nice change to play at Stadium MK. I know they play a lot of games there and I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I haven't been there as a player or as a fan. So, yeah, it's a nice stadium, actually. I like how you're fully surrounded. It's weird. It's You are fully surrounded. So I, I like that element of it changing room was nice and big um yeah decent stadium decent stadium pitch was in okay condition um I mean to be honest it's better than it's better than Felix though isn't it (laughs) it's nice to have a surface where you can really ping the ball about I think it suits the way we want to play quite well so that was nice having a, and they had the sprinklers on it. So I was like, oh, I could see Joe was like, yes, <laughs> yes, we could play some football here. Um, so yeah, added added a nice touch. And I think it's nice for the fans actually as well. Yeah. Because although we love the we love Felix Stowe and we love how much character it has, sometimes I do feel for the fans when we're trekking away to some away away pitch and it it isn't great. Um, so I think it's almost a nice reward to have, you know, seats to be in a nice setting. Obviously, it wasn't, it was nowhere near full, but um, it's almost like watching a, 
like a proper a proper game of football for a change, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, although I love playing in random settings, I think it adds it adds stories and the amount of times us girls have gone back and remembered times where we've had to play on this pitch or that pitch or the change room was like this. It is funny. Um and I definitely wouldn't change that. Um but overall enjoy it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I, like yeah, I, when you mentioned, I think we were when we were at when we were right at Stanley K, we were like saying, you know, last time we played MK away, we played at Wooten Blue Cross. And no offense to them, but that was a dreadful, dreadful ground. You know, it was bad weather as well. From that to a stadium, and yeah, just seeing all the all the players just walk on the pitch, taking pictures, videos, just sort of just enjoying that knowing they're going to be playing in a stadium. You know, they're a League One football club. You know, Milton Keynes. You know, town play them, um, but just them for just to enjoy that. You know, decent dressing room, just a nice way to have a pre-match, getting ready. Um, Joe didn't need to worry about putting the sprinklers on himself. He knew that was all getting set up. Um, but yeah, just to see that and just you know capture those moments, it was just great. And as you said, fans, nice little reward. I think there's some fans though who do like you do like a bit of non-league yeah. you know, like that, that stuff. And as you said, there is a good character of that. But just for a nice little change, it's nice to have a stadium game mm-hmm. just to see a big. Big stadium when you when you turn up and go wow here we go we've got a venue here to look forward to and um, yeah it was just a good day all round just to experience that and for the for some players I think like the Huddersfield game in the FA Cup you know we played at their ground that was a nice you know you played in that game and of course that was a fantastic result yeah you know must- what it did have that feel it did yeah. have that feel when you play in a stadium like that it's almost like no matter who you're playing obviously Huddersfield compared to MK Dons is slightly yeah different dynamic but it gives you that feel of it oh this is a big game it adds a bit of not nervousness but it adds that little extra bit where you're like okay we need to perform here uh which i think is is good and and like i said it's nice nice as a change i wouldn't want it all the time i don't think um because smaller grounds they do have something about them yeah they really do um but as a change towards the end of the season it's yeah it's a it's a nice one Definitely. And of course, um, we, you know, we played at Home Park, you know, the last two seasons, you know, Plymouth. Um, I think we just we just sort of get there, don't we, and go, that's a long trip. I mean, you enjoy playing at a stadium, but you also think of the back of your mind when you're playing, you're like, oh, I've still got to get like six hours back to <laughs> Suffolk. So, um, but that, that's been great experiences. But um, but yeah, MK and yeah, chance for Sheehan ball to be played on that, that, that <laughs> surface. Um, let's talk then about the game. The first game in three weeks, Blue, you know, after the Oxford game got postponed. We won't get into that because that's happened. Um, and of course, a frustrating day all round. But we're back in action and um, started off pretty well, didn't we, Blue? An early goal, Tash with a header at the back post, back on the score sheet, starting. Um, yeah, thoughts on that? Yeah, so it was interesting because MK Dons are sort of, before the game, they're in a position where they can't go down they're not going to get promoted. So they're sort of in that middle zone where they're fighting to do as well as they can, but actually have probably got a bit of space to maybe experiment or, I'm not sure, prepare for next season. Um, So I didn't really know how they were going to set up. But obviously from the first sort of five minutes, you could see, actually probably from the first two minutes, you could see that they were going to sit back. Um, They were going to let, uh, Boz and Megan have the ball. We weren't really going to press us and sit in a mid block. Um, and at further, at sort of later times in a low block for sure. And um, there was a lot of bodies behind the ball. 
which obviously meant that we we had possession quite a bit and the goal came quick. Um, so obviously it came from a corner, I think, didn't it? Corner? Yes. Yeah. And then, got, and then, then it was a second phase, yeah. second or third phase. So corner came in, it then bobbled out and then Boz has put a great ball in, I think. Yeah. And Tash, equally good header. Um it's all come across. It's which she's hit. She's headed it at a weird angle. Very yeah. easy to get those wrong, I think. Yeah. On another day, if that, if that's me, I think that's going back towards my goal. <laughs> but she's made a great connection and it's gone in off the post. Um, so it's great to start that off. Um, and good for Tash as well. Obviously, first start in a while, and to sort of get herself going again. Back with a goal. Back with a bang. Definitely. I think she's now joint with Anna with the goals. They're, they're fighting with a golden boot. So that's good. Good entertainment. That's good. That. Yeah, I like a bit of that. Yeah, with two games to go, who's going to be? Who's going to win it? Because Tash has won it for the last, whenever she's, since she's signed, I think the last five, six years or whatever. So um, Anna's really going for it. Um, I don't know if anybody else can sneak in. If someone scores like four or five against Cheltenham, that maybe, I don't know who his else is up there. Um, I'll think about that in a sec. But um, you mentioned, Blue, would you say maybe MK Don's there on the beach? I don't know. I don't know if you can use that phrase. You know, that's what they do nowadays, don't they? If, you know, last few games of the season, players are on the beach if they've got nothing to play for. Um, but yeah, they did sit back a lot, didn't they? But um, maybe they're, they're expecting, like, we play some really good football. Maybe they, you know, they knew that, you know, we've got a lot of threats, you know, players like Pescott running at them. Yeah, I wouldn't describe them as on the beach. Um, I think it was more perhaps um, a very sort of structured way of trying to cope with us. I think teams do that a lot where they sit back. They know that quality-wise, 1v1, if they want to match up, they're probably not going to win the game. So there's other ways of trying to win a game of football. And you see it so often when teams sit back and they they do well at it and then suddenly they, can't, they catch you on the counter where by chance or by lack of concentration or sheer, sheer moment of quality um, and teams can turn the game around like that. Uh, but... I think that them that strategy then becomes difficult when we score an early goal like that because then they've got to they've got to get one back. Um, so I think after the first goal went in, I almost was like, well, what's the game plan now? Um, I think they're probably their game plan before was to sit as many as you can behind the ball in the first half, get to half time, and let's see if we can grind it out. Um, but obviously that sort of went out the window. So I was expecting a bit more of a response, but it didn't really happen. Um, they carried on with a sort of mid to low block, not really pressuring us too much. Centrally, a lot of bodies. So space out wide for people like Peskit and Summer. Um, but I think at times we, we may have struggled with the, the quality of the decisions and then perhaps the execution. Um, so although the build was fine, it then when it got into those tighter areas, because there were so many bodies, our decisions work weren't quite on it um, on Sunday. I don't think as much as we'd like them to be, because um, we've got quite high standards. So although we dominated possession, uh, it was very much a one-sided affair. Um, I'd have liked to seen a bit more quality, and I think all of the girls would probably share that view. Because they probably there's so much time on the ball, didn't they? Sometimes yeah. you maybe overthink things. You're like, oh, maybe yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I had so many times I looked up and just thought, okay, EK's got a lot of time here. Or even Megan's got, she's got so much time here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you maybe overthink a pass or a long ball. I think there's a few times maybe we were, um, you know, victims of that, maybe doing like a really good ball over top, but maybe, you know, it was mistimed or whatever. 
um, because you had so much time on the ball, you know, maybe more time to think when you normally think, oh, I just want to whip it up. Um, I want to give a shout out though to Anna and, and Laffy because they their partnership as of late has been fantastic, definitely in this game, um, you know, down that left-hand side. Um, that's where I was sort of taking pictures in the first half. And I just, their connection was fantastic. And of course, it was Anna who won the penalty blue and um, Laffy stepped up. And I think Joe was saying, because um, he, he sort of knew, you know, he knew his team and he was like thinking, who's he going to give the penalty to? And on the pitch, I didn't really know at first. I thought, well, maybe, you know, Tash cut the ball. And I thought, well, maybe Tash fancies another goal here. Um, but Laff took it and it was a good penalty blue, wasn't it? Very good penalty. Very, very good. Um, you're right in highlighting Laff and Anna. I think Laff, solid 1v1 defender. Very, very solid. But also on the ball, calm, composed, often makes the right decision. Um, and I think you can really rely on her, actually. And then with that connection with Anna and their relationship, Anna can beat anyone 1v1. I just feel bad for right-backs. Yeah. When I see them line up, I was like, you are going to have a horrible game today. Your life is going to be <laughs> difficult. Um, but yeah, she's obviously won the pen. And equally, uh, we were sat on the bench. Um, and obviously, Bonnie and Lucy O'Brien were on the bench, who are, are sort of normal penalty takers. I was like, who is this going to be? Yeah. I saw Tash grab the ball. I was like, mm, I don't think Tash will. Tash has never really taken penalties. Um, and then obviously, Laugh stepped up. Slapped it right into the bottom right. It was a great pen, really good pen. And before the game, actually, before the game, there was a few of us and we were sort of walking around the pitch um, and we shouldn't have been in the box. We got told off for being in the box, but we didn't know this at the time. So we went into the box. We had a look at the, the penalty spot and we were like, it looks really far away. Luckily, I don't think Laff was in that conversation. But yeah. we were like, this penalty, it looks really far away. And then we measured it out and obviously it was the right distance. It's just perception. Yeah. Um, but it made no difference. Uh, yeah. I think that's another thing. So I think a lot of the players were looking at the goals as well. And I think, you know, there was, yeah. you know, I think was a lot of the players jumping and trying to reach it. Because, it of course, they're the same size as like, like Felix mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think because it's more... Um, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Really, just maybe more upgraded because they, they yeah. they've got more money to to you know maybe use a different sort of goal mouth or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's it just, just interesting, different. isn't it? Yeah, it feels different. Maybe because you've got that you're surrounded by seats and stadium, yeah. and it makes you think everything is. Like, I remember walking down the tunnel and I thought, this is huge. Yeah. <laughs> that perception that because we're in a big stadium, it's a big game that. You know, the goals have to be bigger, the penalty spots further away. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> We've all lost it, maybe. That's it. We've all lost it. I think I'm now quickly looking at it. Yes, 30,000 that, that stadium holds. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Which it just it is just a who stadium. And it's, a, yeah, so it's a good setup. Um, but sadly, they don't get, you know, the crowds that, that, that should get that stadium. But yeah, just anything, just little things like that, even just the, maybe corner flags and just certain things like I'm sure warming up was a, a whole different experience for you know for Nikki and just you know Joe and all the coaches just sort of setting up I think I even mentioned to Paul Walker the the goalkeeper coach you know do you would you do anything different for this and he went no not really I went oh okay. no I don't think anything changes <laughs> no, but I think it's just yeah maybe it's just there's different surroundings but still the same sort of setup because yeah what why change it you know that's what mm -hmm. everyone's used to um so but yeah yeah but laugh good pen 2-0, in control. And at that stage, I was like, oh, I think this is 17 minutes. And I was like, I want more yeah. goals here. 
Uh, we didn't get any more goals. But I want to quickly mention one thing that actually happened in the first half as well, which would have been an unbelievable goal. I want to watch it back, actually. At some stage, I want to watch it back. Um, EK chipping the ball over to Anna. And that would have been an amazing goal. Basically, it was like, you know, for the men's goal, Broadhead over to Chaplin against um, Cholton. It was pretty much similar to that, pretty much. And I was like, oh my God, if that went in, EK and Anna can live on that forever because that was goal unbelievable. Goal of the season. Yeah. yeah, goal of the season as well. Yeah. Because I'm not sure what the goal of the season is at the minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that soon. But yeah, we'll, I don't really know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do have a think about that one. Soon. Yeah, let us know, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know. Let us know. Anybody else, you know, players listening or, you know, K-Dog, I'm sure he has to put the nominations in because, yeah, there's, there's been a few good goals this season, some good goals, mm-hmm. some team goals. But, yeah, if that was if that was converted, that would be yeah. my pick straight away because I just I watched it. I should have been only taking pictures at this point, but I just I just was having a little brief moment where I was just having a little look round and just out of nowhere, I saw EK just chip, I was like, whoa! I was like, I don't know. She almost scooped under the ball, didn't she? Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, it's hard. Yes. Once again, that's a, a you know a moment you want to see in real time. Like watching on replay is always great, but like they say, the broadhead Chaplin goal, you needed to watch it in real time to really appreciate it. Because yeah, you can watch on replays, different angles, but but yeah, didn't come off unfortunately. And yeah, there was no other goals sadly. Blue, you know, it wasn't really end to end, was it? It was as you said, a lot of possession. Then the second half came, and yeah, it was pretty much. A training game. That's what I felt like, anyway. Yeah, it probably did have that feel. I think we probably want we we perhaps struggled to get out of third gear. Maybe is that is that fair to say? Probably. I mean, the I obviously we want to score as many goals as possible, um, and that's always the aim. Everyone wants to score. Um, but for some reason that we lacked that sort of final touch, that final bit of quality that opens up those chances. And when you're in games like that, when teams are sitting five, six back at the back, it's it then becomes very difficult. It requires a, a higher sort of, there's a, there's a very sort of small margin um, and we couldn't really meet that. And we were obviously 2-0 up, so we, we weren't chasing anything. Um, We'd already sort of cemented the win, unless something strange would have happened. But I think we look sure at the back. Obviously, that's in eight games we've only conceded one. That's worth a mention. Yeah. Again, another clean sheet. Um, I think it's easy to slip up in games like that when concentration isn't there and we feel comfortable. So big shout out to the back four and Sarah. Um, they've done very well. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Oh, actually, I will mention something. So I don't know whether this was in the first half or second half, but um, there's been an injury, so I think perhaps second half. And all the players have come over for a drink and tactics from Joe. And Summer Hughes has come off the pitch and the linesman has <laughs> called her Huggies. <laughs> They're shouting, Huggies, Huggies, get back on the pitch. And I was just like... I never thought someone could pronounce Summer Hughes' name but, in another way other than Ross. Yeah. Normal way. And now we've got Huggies. So there we go, Ross. <laughs> You're not the worst. Because no, I, I do Hughes in my Suffolk accent, Hughes, but that's Huggies. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's, and it's a cop like, you know, it's not that difficult to pronounce really Hughes. I know I say it funny, but 
you look at it and go, yeah, that, that's like huge. That's like a store as well, isn't it? It's a store. Like yeah, a, it's yeah, a store. Yeah. So, but it really made me laugh because I was like, oh, yeah. that reminds me of Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good old Summer. Yeah, Summer Hughes. There we summer go. Hughes. Uh, fair play to that linesman. If you're listening, yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, as you mentioned, though, another clean sheet. Uh, you know, Summer's part of that at defence. Um, you know, Sarah, She, I think golden glove pending for a second season in a row, because I think she got it last year as well. Yeah, she did, um, yeah. So, and yeah, once again, it's not just Sarah, it is the back, back four, back three, mm-hmm. all of the fence, the whole team, really, back to the front. Because uh, um, MK, they did actually have one or two chances, didn't they? they? came forward a little bit, and I think Sarah had to come into action a little bit. Um, but that was it. And we didn't really, I can't really think of top of my head, our chances, really. Like, corners, maybe set pieces, maybe were a bit disappointing from our point of view. Um, but it's just one of those things sometimes... Um, you know, Megan's always up there. I always think, I think she had another really big chance. She oh, could have scored, so like, close. Oh, what a so way to first goal. She hit the she hit the bar, didn't she? In the first, yeah. yeah, for the first goal. And then she had a couple more where she, it looked like she was inches away. Yeah. So, so close. Um, but yeah, I think they did have a couple of chances. There was a few balls over the top, which caught us off guard a little bit. Um, but Sarah's come out brilliantly. And there was one point where I thought she was going to come outside the box and slide, mm-hmm. as they do. Yeah. You know, the, the surface is wet. You never know. But no, fully in control. And I think if I was a keeper, this, times like that would scare me. Because obviously, to judge the ball coming at you, but also you've got two players running, so the defender and the attacker, you've got to catch the ball. And then also, you know that player is going to run into you. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd like that. I did think I was like, oh, Sarah, I'm not sure I'd like that. But she handled it very well. Um, and I never really felt at danger. Um, obviously, to mention Zoe Barrett played for them, yeah. um, who previously played for us this season. Um, so nice to see her. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't think of much more to mention, Ross. It was a 2 0 win, but there wasn't really much excitement it was bordering on a boring dull game if I'm honest if I'm honest yeah I think yeah we've got to be honest here ladies and gentlemen if you weren't at the game it wasn't great it wasn't a game we'll it, wasn't look back on. it was not blockbuster. no 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 Sally which you know you've got a setup like that you think oh you want a nice blockbuster but at least we saw two goals mm-hmm. um but yeah it won't be a game we'll probably look back on maybe just the experience of the whole day or we'll go yeah that was good weren't it playing at a stadium and the memories to, to live, you know, forever. Um, food then, Blue. And actually, no, before food, sorry, it's always me with food, isn't it? Always me with food. <laughs> um, we've got to give a shout-out to the fans, as standard. Um, it's it's the norm now. We're used to this, but they're always fantastic. Drums, flags, inflatable flamingos, all the animals you can think of. Fair play to you. They brought up, you know, supporters coach. I think the Sweden, ITFC Sweden were there as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, great to see them. Great noise, two drums, as I said, blue. Oh, it's just great, isn't it? Oh, amazing, amazing. I wasn't actually aware that Inflatable Day existed, um, but I was informed by the supporters group that they had chosen uh, MK Don's game as the designated inflatable. So I was a little bit surprised when they were all pumping up these. Infl- I was like, guys, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's Inflatable Day. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so there was a couple. I think there was a couple of inflatables that actually sat sat on the bench during the game, which was quite funny. Um, but yeah, amazing as per usual. Felt like a home game, massively um, sort of outshouted, outsung, outsupported uh, the MK Dons crew. 
So, yeah, big shout out to them as ever. They've been brilliant the past, oh, ever since Christmas, actually. They've really sort of come together um, and we really appreciate it because it's amazing. And actually, there was a really nice moment where we'd finished the game, shaking hands, and we turned back and there's just that that wall of supporters because usually they're all sort of spread around so you don't see them in sort of one sort of eye. What, what do you call that? One... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's called. (laughs) The worst word, trying to think of a phrase. (laughs) I don't know what that word is. It'll come to me in a minute. But it's sort of in one shot, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know Um, what I mean. So to see that was, it really put a smile on my face, actually. Yeah, Um, definitely. So yeah, thank you as ever for coming down. Um, It's uh, amazing to see you all. Definitely. I think the um, what what makes me laugh the most is like it's. EK's mum, who's like, she was blowing up the inflatable. She was the one who's hanged them out. And she was like, I think she gave us two to put on the bench. Mm. Uh, I think one was a maybe a a pig and a something else. I think what a horse. horse. Yeah, horse. I think there was a couple of horses, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Punch, yeah. You know, got punches on our shirts, haven't we? You know, Suffolk punches, you know, they're bad, just what it is. Um, but no, fair play to you all. Um, and I'm, I'm sure some of you guys are listening. So, um, yeah, keep it up. Two big home games to come, of course. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, Fun and then notes from from the game in blue as we, we mentioned food. Uh, I didn't have any actually in the ground. Actually, I went to Chad a cheeky Mac, Mackie D's because there, there's so many great. Once again, part of the setup at MK, you got Papa John's, you got Nando's, you got TGO Fridays. Yeah, you got KFC, McDonald's, um, but there was pizza on hand. And uh, for athletes and players who have just played ninety minutes or so. Pizza is probably not what I want to be eating. I don't know. It's a quick little, you know, car up, but you want proper. Like, yeah, you want something proper, don't you? You do. You do. Um, and also, actually, so we had Papa John's pizza, which made sense because it was just there. Yeah. So there were, I think there's three pizzas, quite big pizzas. I've never had Papa John's pizza before. Really? I don't think. Don't rate it. Oh, okay. Not good. not good. Very poor, actually. Yeah, like once again, we can have you know if we can rate because we get you know there's other pizza riders out there, of course. You know Domino's, Pizza Hut, it's Pizza Express. Is that is that is that a Jaren chain? Is that a chain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it. And it's, of course, do you know what? Some of the best pizza places are actually not. They don't just do pizza; they do other things. If that makes sense, some some of the best yeah, pizza. I think the best, I think the best pizza would probably be. See, I'm, I'm not really a pizza like lover, lover, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not going to be a chain. See, these chain pizzas yeah. when you're getting delivered, I'm just yeah. it's never really been me. Yeah. Or well, found um, I've actually found a re- it's, it's called Pizza Go Go, but they, you know, I know it's got pizza in the name. They do other bits and bobs, but I had a pizza yeah. the other week from them. I was like, that was probably better than Domino's slash blah blah blah, and it's yeah. cheaper as well. Um, so sometimes yeah. chains, yeah, yeah. Come at me, Domino's, if you know, if you want to give me a better pizza and stuff. But um, yeah, we won't get into the pineapple on pizza and stuff because we know no, it's wrong. Really we know it's wrong. Um, but yeah, I had a yeah had a cheeky McDonald's afterwards, and I felt a bit felt a bit wrong to be fair. I was like, oh, I was wanted the Nando's because I know some of the girls got a Nando's. Yeah, they like, did. Why didn't I think about going there? It's my go-to, but I just don't know. You hang about, don't you? Chat and like, oh, I could have ordered it by then and had it on the coach home, but. It is what it is. Um, well, that's done then. Yeah, I think that's it from the MK game. I don't think there's any else things to mention, Blue. Any funny stories from behind the scenes? Any players in particular? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, some players are just, you just laugh at. EK is one of them. Yeah. EK she, is. Of course, she was, you know, once again, captain because Bonnie was on the bench. EK, mm-hmm. you know, once again, I'm sure that was another proud moment for her to lead the team out. Or once again, just that experience going through the tunnel. Um, yeah. 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 Tunnel, I'm sure the players, you know, I think Kieran was the one who, or Maddie who filmed it, just seeing the players walk out. Because at mm-hmm. that point, I was like, I was doing something, so I didn't really capture them, you know, taking pictures of that. But just watching about, I was like, that must have just been a surreal moment, walking out. Sally, you know, you're going to be seeing empty seats, but to see like a, a massive dome of a stadium, like, bloody yeah. hell. And look it is, and feel and, covered. Yeah. Actually, that brings me on to mention the music just before they came out. I loved it. Okay. Absolutely loved it. I can't... If I can remember the tune, I'd try and mimic it now, so it's probably better <laughs> that I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember being like, you know what, this is good. Because usually, usually you sort of have the standard sort of build-up music, but I hadn't yeah. heard that one before. Very good. Um, so yeah, might be worth a return visit to MK Dons just purely for that build-up music. Definitely. Well, well, I'll try to figure it out. I'll try to find maybe get, get in contact with MK and say, "What's your what's that music?" <laughs> OFA play it all the time. Hope it's just a one-off thing. It's a one-off <laughs> thing. Uh, Kieran, your music is good. Your home music is good as well. He's probably going like, "Oh, Inar's good. It's good. It's good." But yeah, because what do we play? We play. Insomnia before, don't we? Yeah. As players yeah. are coming out. Yeah. Uh, which is good. I do like Insomnia. But yeah. this was just a, just slightly different. Yeah. But anyway, I think that is all I've got to mention on MK. All it is, three points. Good day. Everyone's happy. Let's move on. Yeah, definitely. Um, eight straight wins. Love that. Love that. Um, well, we've got um, a few other notes to mention. Um We've got a player who made a return, uh, one of the academy players, uh, part of the, I don't know if you'll be happy to me to say this, Blue, and I don't, I'm sure Sophie and Sophie are happy. We're the all ACL happy. gang, the ACL gang, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Sophia, I think I'm going to say your name wrong. So if you are listening, Sophia, let us know. Sophia Shechek? Shechek? Shechek. I can't I even correct you. I, no, no I know there's an S and a Z in it. Because I think it's like, I don't know. Sophia Sheshek. I think I've said that wrong, but um, big shout out to her because she made a return um, last week for the academy in their game against Leicester. Um, 581 days out. Um, also, of course, um, suffering um, an AG, uh, ACL injury, uh, you know, very seriously injury. And Blue, you were saying she, it was everything in the knee that um, sadly she she injured. And she, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't remember the specifics, but it was a pretty bad one. Um, I think it was quite a significant, uh, let's call it significant damage. Um, So, yeah, amazing for her. Um, And shout out to you, Ross, for being there, Um, because now she has those memories as photos. And I think that means a lot when you can look back. I think part of ACL rehab is going back through and looking at the videos of you doing exercises or the videos you've taken just after surgery or photos you've taken when you can't lift up your own leg. And then to have those moments where actually you've you've managed to get through it in 581 days, it's, it's a long time. It's a long time to stay motivated for and work for. Um, so, yeah, massive shout out to Sophia. Um, she's done amazingly, had to deal with a lot uh, during those days. So, yeah, I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. Stuff like that just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brings a smile to my face. Yeah, it was great to see her back. Um, sadly, I was at the game when she actually did her injury. 
Um, as of course another academy game, and you know when, when I saw it, I was like, that doesn't look good. When when you when someone had to get a stretcher on and stuff, you just think that doesn't look good. And but yeah, she's back, and it was great. Um, she had to decide to return when it was all weathers. It was a lovely sunny day when I arrived, and then for some reason, the rain decided to come. It was windy. It was just it was like it felt like it was the end of the world when I looked up in the sky. Um, she came on in the second half because that was in the first half when that happened. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be fine. The second half, it will nice brighten up and it did brighten up. But then out of nowhere, it rained again. I was like, oh, I've got to stay. I'm here for Sophia to capture that moment and she made her return. It was just great, you know, for her to come on, um, see her teammates. Unfortunately, we conceded a penalty when she came on. She came we on. We don't mention that. We don't mention that, right? It's, it's all about the company. Right, Sophia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not great timing. Um, but it was good to see her back and um, many more minutes to come, I'm sure. Um, and I'm sure just like yourself, a player who's gone through that injury to see another fellow player come back is great. Um, and of course, um, Mark Keith of the flagship podcast, he's going through the ACL process soon. So I'm sure I'll be there for Mark Keith's return if he ever goes to play five-a-side again, because that's how he injured his five-a-side. Um, his yeah. ACL was at five-a-side. Um, but he, I know he appreciated your your little um, words of advice. Oh, did he? Blue, so. when when's his surgery ross yeah, he's already had it he's already had it oh, he's had it yeah he's had it so i think he's now three three weeks deep now of recovering so yes. i know he's been out he's been he's been able to like walk about and go to the pub and stuff like that so okay so he's doing he's doing okay i think sounds but, all right if he's at, if, if he's at the pub it sounds all right <laughs> yeah but i think he had, had a lot of help so yeah. but uh but yeah we're, we're all thinking of you Ify, and um yeah Bring on, bring on the recovery, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's talk then about some other news. Uh, Freya Godfrey, um, of course, came off the bench um, against MK. Um, did also score twice for England under-19s the other week. I think it was last week, actually, in their 5-2 win over Belarus. I think that was in Switzerland, I think. So, honestly, Blue, these players who play England, you know, you've done it yourself. You do get about and you get an opportunity to experience different countries and then, you know, just rock it up, play 90 minutes of football, score two goals, win a cap for England, happy days. But I just, I still can't go over that, which is just, it's great though. It is. You see some some places you'd never see if football didn't exist. Um, and what's nice is you always get taken to amaze, like you, you get treated so well. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Like looking back on it now, and you don't realise when you're in it, but looking back at it now, we'd go away. I'd go, I'd leave school. For uh, for ten days or whatever, go away with England, kick a ball around, get put in the nicest hotels, good food, just insane when you look back on it. But it, to be fair, it's not all good. I once went to Moldova with England. Moldova is an interesting place. Um, if you want to go there and see what it's like, go for it. Um, but yeah, Moldova is a very very interesting place for us. <laughs> Sorry to any Moldovan listeners out there. You know, you never know, Blue. You never know. We're well wise. They might be part of that other sort of one percent. Yeah, other one. Yeah, Um, but you know, I'm not just saying you just turn up and play a bit of football and then relax. You know, you've got to earn the right to play for your country. You've got got to be a good player. And you know, Freya's proven that. I think even Megan. I don't think she played for Scotland, but she got called up again as well, part of the recent internationals. So um, you know, big shout out to Megan once again. Um, I think she was an unused sub in one of the Scotland games. She was she was an unused sub in one, and then she played the game after. Okay, um, she told me. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was publicised on Twitter, um, but she she let me know. Um, but I think she really enjoyed that camp. Actually, I think it was her favourite camp. So she's doing well there too. 
So yeah, some young internationals, good to see. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm sure many more to come. Um, and then big mention, of course, um, manager of the month for March, Joe Sheehan. Um, of course, it was well deserved because the team got five wins, twelve goals, just the one conceded. Um, it was a great march, and you know, I think it's it's surprising how many times we've been so close of not even getting. Well, we haven't even had opportunity to be nominated. I don't know how Joe doesn't get nominated every month because of how we play sometimes, but. He's won it again, um, and it was a good month for the team as a whole. Yeah, I tell you, sometimes I'm like, maybe he, maybe they've got like a, a joke on when Joe just can't, he just can't win it. Yeah, but I, like if he hadn't have won it for March, I think I probably would have written an email into um, the Women's National League because <laughs> it's been a ridiculous month. Um, and yeah, I've Joe is he's a great coach. We all know that the way he plays, the way he sort of instills belief into people and players. Um, he's one of the best people I know at that. So, yeah, fully deserved. I think we all work hard for him. Um, and current at current times, very, very sort of excited. Um, and, yeah, sort of zoned in to the final two games of the season. Um, but I think he's really enjoying the sort of the element of unknown. Obviously, the season's come really close. Uh, we still there's, there could still be lots of twists and turns, even though there's only two games left for us. Um, so I think we're all, yeah, we're all sort of sitting there like, it's near the end of the season, but a lot can happen. A lot can happen. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Joe and all all of the coaching staff um, and obviously the players who have contributed too. Definitely, I think he was in his element as well, Joe. I think on on Sunday, I think he, he was just enjoying the the whole day, and I think he enjoyed putting the VO as high yeah. as he possibly could. I don't know how the, the footage got on. I, I haven't heard anything bad, so I'm sure it's turned out alright. But I think we we're fifty fifty of like this is going to look a bit weird because it is so high up, and hopefully it doesn't like attach itself because the VO, if you don't know, it sort of follows the ball, don't it? Yeah. So you just hope it doesn't like somehow because MK they've got writing is which is white as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, he just hope it doesn't, I don't know, track that instead. Yeah. Because I think there's been times where it's tracked like the referee. I think I've seen some footage don't do before. It's like, yeah, decided to follow the referee or, and it's not follow the ball. So, um, yeah, let us know, Joe, if you, uh, I'm sure you're listening. Um, hopefully the footage is good. And I'm sure, it, I think he was excited, like how it, because, you know, a massive stadium like that and just to watch his football being played. Um, but yeah, well done, Joe, and the team for the manager um, of the month award for March. Um, well, Blue, as you mentioned, final two games to go. A uh, quick little roundup of the results. Um, Poxy Oxford, uh, it was 1 1 against Portsmouth, and they decided to score a late goal. Um, I think, like everyone, you look at the results um, and you saw that and thought, oh, that was tasty. But yeah, a late goal. That was a little bit annoying, but... 90 just... plus two, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just soak that in a little bit. That is, uh... But, you know, good teams, they find a way, don't they? Um, and they you do. You've got to praise Oxford sometimes, you know. I know I say this on an Issues Town women's podcast, but they're a team that have, they grind out, don't they? And yeah. they got their goal. Um, but, yeah, it's frustrating you know, when you feel, oh, because of course, at the time, we, you know, we don't, we're not probably thinking about, you know, Joe and the team, you know, maybe, you know, Kieran and stuff, because he's on Twitter and looking, but, um, you know, you're just eyeing up on that game. 
But as a player, Blue, on the bench, you know, when you get told that news, you're like, oh, it must be going a little bit. I did have a cheeky look. Um, yeah. And I'd seen that it had been one all for quite a while. Um, but I remember saying to a few of the girls, I was like, I just think, I think a few of us said, I feel like there's another goal in it. Um, obviously there was. So, yeah, it's one of those. They grind out the results. Um, we can't control that. So although a draw a draw would have been nice, actually we'll crack on without without that. Um, we've obviously still got them to play yeah. at Felix Stowe or at home. That's a huge game, huge game. Um, and they've got some tough fixtures coming up as well. So it's all, it's all to play for still. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's slightly annoying. But they're a good team, like you said. They grind out results um, and they, yeah, fair play to them. It's only so much, it's not even luck because, you know, they've earned it. And I know they missed a penalty in the first minute as well. So it sounds like it's a crack of a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is what it is um, and we'll move on. But yeah, I think Cheltenham, Cheltenham who were playing next, they yeah. beat Crawley Wasps 3-1. Cheltenham have been having a rough time, actually, haven't they? Since they beat Oxford, they had a really rough time and they've sort of now beaten Crawley Wasps to, to put a win on the board. Um, but considering this is their first season in this league, yeah. they're not doing badly, are they, Ross? Not doing bad at all. I've just actually looked at their result. It was that, that player we we picked out, that Henna Butcher, who played for the uh, that Kingston yeah. team in Cyber Challenge. He scored twice against Crawley. So now a shout-out to Henna Butcher. Um, I think we would like. Think, I was trying to think of her name, weren't I? I was like, what's, it, what's, what's she called? What's her name? <laughs> she scored twice for them. So, um, yeah. And of course, yeah, we're playing them. So that's a player to look out for. Joe and the team, Blue. Let that, let people know. Player to look at. I don't know what position she plays. She must be a midfielder, I think. I should know this. I've watched her play now a few times. <laughs> she's going I think she's like attacking mid. Okay. Um, so defenders, be warned. Henna Butcher. I don't know what her number is. Uh, <laughs> Not really helpful here, am I? But she scored three goals, <laughs> so watch out. Um, but yeah, fair play to them, though. They're, like When we played in blue, this is a way now to segue onto the preview then, really. Uh, Watford won 2-0 against London Bees, which is the other result to really look out for, of course. They've still got a play, haven't they, Watford and Oxford? Um, that have. game got postponed last week, which is a bit annoying, but is what it is. But hopefully their game will get sorted soon. But um, yeah, Cheltenham, though, blue. We, we That was the final game before Christmas. A very cold, wet day in Gloucestershire um, they, they also they, they had nothing open as well I wanted a nice little cheeky coffee or something or a hot chocolate and just warm up but they didn't I had to go on the coach and good old Mick Dabbs the coach driver he made me a nice cup of tea um, before the game but, but yeah it was a, a wet we won the game thankfully but um, chatting on my bad side it was tight it was really tight I remember watching the game and thinking ooh this this could be a challenge actually Um and it was freezing cold. I think I remember Bonnie saying that actually that's the coldest she's ever been playing football. And you know, Bonnie's had a had a great career and played a long time in the game, so that's saying something. Yeah. Um, but they were a tough team. But I think they it's strange. They're sort of up and down. Um, obviously, they were good. Well, no, I think they got they got battered a little bit towards the start of the season. Then they had a good spell. And then obviously beat Oxford, and now I've had a uh, a difficult spell, and then I bounced back and beat Crawley. Although Crawley are struggling this season, 
So I think they'll be tough no matter what. They've had a few sort of odd results where they've got a win against a decent team. So we, we need to make sure that we're not one of them. Um, and the import- importance of these last two games is oh, massive. Massive, massive, massive. We need to finish the season strong, something that we didn't do last season. So we want to correct that. Yeah, and we're just like the men, really, we're going into form at the right time because, mm-hmm. yeah, we, sadly, we started the season not so great, but now we're eight straight wins in a row, keeping clean sheets, scoring goals. Um, you know, the goal difference may come into play. You never know. You never know. And at the moment, our goal difference isn't as maybe good as Watford Oxford. But um, hopefully it doesn't go down to that. I'm sorry if I jinxed it. Oh, God, I've ruined it. I've ruined it for everybody. Uh, I don't think we'll get down to that. I think it'll go down to the, the games we play each other. I think they're, they're, they're big ones. Everyone's going to look out for. Um, but yeah, yeah, back down to Felix though, Blue for the Cheltenham game. Um, of course, there's a, a weekend break this um, this Sunday and then the 30th of April. Um, get down there, really. That's the big shout out to everybody. Um, you know, we need your support. We've got great support already. But if you, you've been thinking about going to a game, go down to it. AJR Arena, 2pm kickoff on a Sunday. The weather's getting nicer now. Get down there, Blue. That's, that's what else are you doing? What else are you doing on Sunday afternoons? Got two left. Two, yeah. that's it. And, and no then Mother's you're going to miss Day. us. There's no Mother's Day, you know, or anything yeah, like exactly. that. exactly. Yeah. In two months' time when you're like, oh, I fancy doing something on a Sunday afternoon and we're not there, what are you going to do? Do it now. That's what I'm saying, Ross. Yeah. yeah. Get down there. Pack it out. Yeah, yeah pack out AJ Arena. That's, that's the hashtag. Pack out AJ Arena. That's what we want. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as you say, you know, we're, we're at the end of the season now, you know, you're going to have two months of like no football. You know, there's no, you know, we had, there was a World Cup in December, November last year, but there's nothing this definitely at all this this summer. Um, you know, Hang on, so, Ross. Ross, yeah? no. Women's what? World Cup is this summer. I'm not having that. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Oh, that's not good, is it? It's not good. Yeah, it, to be a, fair, it is, it is, it's not in, it's not close to yeah. us, it's in Australia and New Zealand, so don't know if I'm going to let you off on that, but England have got a decent chance. Yeah, my, my, actually, my go on. I'm saying this now, because it, it's in Australia, and like, like who, not many people who are probably disappointed will go there. If you're going there, then well done, like, congratulations <laughs> to you. Because last <laughs> I year, I'm myself a here, but last year, because we had, you know, great Euros and stuff, didn't we? Um and that, but that was in based in England, so of course everyone could go to them games. But I don't think it's going to be on TV and stuff. But yeah, I think it's going to be really odd times as well, so it's going to be yeah, difficult to watch. There we go. That's my that's but my uh, defense. Ross, still, England have got a good chance. Um, yeah. My sister, my sister plays. Um, she's a bit younger than me, and for the past couple of months, she's been trying to convince my dad to take her to Australia for a month. <laughs> Good luck. Obviously, it's a hard no, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't stop her trying. Yeah. I think they've settled on the women's FA Cup final as a as a sort of bargaining. Yeah, so she's quite happy with that. Yeah, it's going to be a cracker as well. Chelsea United. That's just going to be. Yeah, a she's a United fan, big okay. big Ella Toon fan, Ooh. massive Ella Toon fan. Yeah. Um, um, so that should be a good one. Good one. So yes, there is something going on this summer. The women's World Cup is on this summer. Technically, yes, because it's on TV and all that jazz. But in terms of going to a game physically in England... Okay, fine, Ross. I'll, no allow that. I'll allow that. Yeah. I'll allow it. Just to come back to it, just in case people come at me and go, oh, Ross, I can't believe you didn't think of it. I did think of it. But in terms of actually going to a game in, in the flesh... Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll go yeah, with that. Bring it up, Blue, because just in case, you know, we, we think we're forgetting about it, you know, international football. We, of course, we love international football. Lionesses, you know. 
Um, like last year, I think blue. It's going to be literally a year since that happened. It's oh, just... crazy! That's crazy. Yeah, I remember that day so well. The final, I was at it. And, oh, amazing day! But actually, I'm going to ask you because I know you're a big fan of kits and you give opinions on kits. So slightly, we've gone slightly rogue in yeah. terms of this well, podcast. We are now talking about the Lionesses new kit. Have you seen the Lionesses away kit? Yeah, um, because they played, they played in it. What game was it again? Did they lose, sadly? Was that the game they yes, lost? Yes, they did. Really they are. lost for the first time in a while. Yeah, but that's a great record. That was like 30 games, weren't it? Under... Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I think it needed to end before the World Cup, actually. Yeah, sometimes it's the best time to do it. Um, just gonna quickly, I do know what it is, because didn't there, there's um, two players, there's a couple of players who didn't wear numbers because of dementia. Was it? Yeah. That? Uh, okay, I've got up. Yeah. Um. I, there's worse kits and there's better kits. Kits. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. What, what, what's your thoughts on it? I think it's a little bit different. I yeah. think I prefer the home kit mm. for the Euros. I really like the the bat. It just looked clean. Yeah. Um, but I prefer the away kit this time. Don't love it, but don't mind it. Prefer it to the bright orange one. I didn't like that one at all. No, no. I've, I'm just quickly actually seeing because I've just seen an interview here. Um, I'm just I'm seeing it from Leah Williamson, and it's sometimes it's better to look like as a video. So this is like an interview. Yeah, I'm okay. More I'm just playing it now. <laughs> Don't need that <laughs> uh, you can watch. You can see that on the Lioness's Twitter page. Um, I just quickly look. I'm, I don't know how, how you ex- just in case people don't know what it looks like. I don't know how you explain the like design of it i don't know like they're triangles like a bit triangle there yeah it's it's almost it's not a retro design but it's no. along those it's sort of almost there it's, it's yeah yeah i don't know how to describe it really yeah. it's not it's not very good that we don't know how to describe a kit on a podcast really is it it's blue it's blue, <laughs> it's blue yeah. it? what, like aqua blue no mm. i'm not really good my like shades of blue there's like names in it i don't know i don't know it does look clean. It would look good with a World Cup trophy with it too. So let's yes. hope that comes in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, you know, well, you never know. Me and Blue could bring you a, a World Cup special maybe to, mm. you know, get some insight on that and stuff like that. That'd be good. And yeah, hopefully, you know, in the summer when everyone's back pre-season, um, you know, we'll find out our pre-season schedule soon, I'm sure. Um, of course, you know the players. Opportunity for them to go off and have breaks and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's been one head of a season on and off the pitch. Blue, you know, you, you've made your return. Um, how's things? How's things with you? Yeah, so it's obviously made my return and then picked up a, a little bit of a niggle um, in my other knee, uh, which has taken probably a little longer than expected to sort of settle. Um, so it's just inflammation, really nothing too serious. It's just taking its its time. It really is. So I'm not in a lot of pain, but it's just managing that I could I could probably train right now, but I know it feels like it would come it would come back. Um, so obviously I want to get it rid of for good um, and start sort of fresh. I don't really want to have be playing with niggles. Um, so yeah, it's, it's nothing too serious at all. It's just for some reason taking its time. Um, but rehabbing a lot as per usual, um, something that I'm, I'm, I've got good at. 
Where have you gone? Oh, my laptop is just thrown out. But yeah, well, let's get back to rehab. I'm rehabbing well, um, sort of waiting for that inflammation to go down, um, doing everything I can, um, and obviously supporting the girls whilst that's happening. Um, but yeah, I would, I would love to be back on the pitch. Um, and for, you know, I, I wanted that continuity of to come back and be back training and be back trying to get into the squads. Um, but sadly life does not work like that, which I'm, I'm learning. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. I'd much rather be playing and be pain free, but that's, that's not the case at the minute. So working hard to, to make sure that can be in the future. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah, it's good that you're just at, at the game's blue and, uh, you know, supporting the girls. And I'm sure they appreciate that. And uh, yeah, of course, I appreciate your your hard work on the pod this year. It's been it's been a great year. We've still got, of course, loads more podcasts to come before the end of the season. But I just want to say a thank you, Blue, and a thanks to all our great listeners out there. Um, but you're going to be a greater listener and a greater fan if you go down to Asia Arena mm. on the 30th of April. Uh, we won't bring you a podcast next week. So um, they'll be a week away. Um, but yeah. Get down there. Um, Chatham Town, at home, sweet shop, burgers, chips, whatever you fancy, get down there, Blue. Uh, any other business for yourself? No other business, I don't think, Ross. All good. Been a good pod. That's been really good. So I hope you've enjoyed Lily an hour. Me and Blue just chinwagging away. <laughs> this was meant to be a short and snappy episode, you said. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, cause, you know, we, we ain't got a guest this week. because We just thought, hey, let's do a sk- rod in solo and stuff. We just wanted to, you know, talk about a game that wasn't great. Got a win, though. But we just, you know, segued on to different things, discussed many things. Um, I think we just missed the routine of just chatting every week. So we just had yeah. a nice little catch-up. A nice little catch-up live on air. Guys, just me and Blue just having a chinwag. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Blue, well, take it away. Let everyone know where to find us for other things and blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. I'm not sure I'm good at that. Um, I'll say thank you to John Fowler Solita, um for the support, as per usual. Um, big shout out to Michael Kennedy. Um, and, yeah, thanks thanks for enjoying another pod. I know we've we've left you for a few weeks. But we're back. Um, we'll have another week off, but then we'll be back after Cheltenham. If you can get down there, please do. We've got two games and it really does make a difference when there's more people there. The noise, the atmosphere, it's a great environment. So come and come and give it a try. Um, Sweet Shop is great also. But yeah, once again, thanks for listening um, and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Bye.